0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shiram and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat, Dafnur Bet Amud at the bottom of the Amud, about to begin our study of the second Mishnah of this, the fifth parak, B'me Behema Yotzat. Chamor Yotzeba Merdat Bizman Shurabo Merdat is a saddle cloth. So a donkey can go out with a Merdat as long as it's tied onto him yotzim levuvim. Males, this refers to rams, can go out levuvim. We'll discuss what that means. Rechelot, which are used. Yotzot shchuzot, kulot Kfunot, And we'll see what all of those mean. Haizim yotzot srot. That means that their udders are tied. We'll see what that's about. Rabbi oser He prohibits all of those mentioned about the rechelot and the izim. Chutz min Hakfunot, Except for... Uh, Male sheep who are kufunot. We'll see what that means again. He splits the difference and says, as far as the goats are concerned, they can go out surot with their udders tied. That is only if it's to keep them dry, but not in order to keep the milk in better shape. Okay, we'll go to the Gemara. Amar the saddle cloth has to be tied onto the donkey from before Shabbat. Ramachan points out that Shmuel's uh, qualifier on the Mishnah is really spread into the Mishnah. He said the donkey cannot go out with the saddlecloth unless it's already tied on. Now, Hayechidami, what does that mean? if you think it means it's not tied on at all. Pshita, it's obvious it can't go out if it's not tied on currently. Because it may fall off and it'll be dragged, it'll be carried. It must mean that it wasn't tied on before Shabbat. Therefore, in our Mishnah, that Comment to the quarters from the next Mishnah. In our Mishnah, when it says it is kshura, it must, must be Kshurah Meir of Shabbat? Shema Meir. Tanya Mihachi We have a bright that supports that exclusively. Chamoya to Medav is Manch Kshurah Lo Shabbat. Okay. Velo Ba Ukaf. Ukaf is a saddle. Bishikshurah Lo Shabbat. Even if it's tied on before Shabbat. Shem Leil Lo Meir Af. Ba Ukaf is Manchikshurah Lo Shabbat. It can go out with a saddle. If it was tied on of Shabbat. actually Kshurah Lo Masvichan. Lo Tzua Navo. But there are two conditions that he cannot tie it um, with a, uh, a halter, uh, and he also cannot take the, uh, the uh, strip that goes back and ties it back to its tail. Two kind of things they would do with the donkeys. He asked him this question Can you put a saddlecloth on the donkey on Shabbat? Amale mutar, said it's okay. Why is that different than a saddle that you can't put on? So, Ishtik, Ravasi had no comment. Uh, sorry, Rabbi Chia had no comment. Uh, so here's a challenge to that. A saddle can't be moved. It's what you do is you walk the donkey into the courtyard and then let it fall off on its own low. So now, since you're not allowed to move it at all, certainly you can't put it on. So that's why was um, why was he silent when when the when Rabasi equated the ukaf to the Merdan Merdat certainly is not muktzah, and so therefore that could have been the distinction he made. Leave him alone. He holds like his rabbi. Barashi. Amarav, what did Rav say? You're allowed to put a feed basket on the neck of the animal on Shabbat. Certainly you're allowed to put a saddle cloth on. Now, putting the feed basket on the animal is just to give the animal more pleasure. So certainly you could put the saddle cloth on, which uh, removes his pain of being cold. And Shmuel Mutartraskala is more stringent. He says you could put the saddlecloth on, but not the feed basket. So that's why the why he ruled that the Mirdat was mutar. Yosef, the Rav Shmuel. Now Rechia Yosef went and told Shmuel, Rav's ruling, that even to put the feed basket is on, on is okay. Amad, they said, if Abba, meaning Shmuel really said that, He doesn't understand anything about Hilchel Shabbat. Of course, I'm sure Shmuel does not mean that literally, but what he meant here is that that seems to be a strange psaac to allow him to put the Traskal on. We'll see more about that now. Kisali Rabbi When Rabbi Zera made Aliyah, a famous story about his Aliyah and lots of stories relating to what happened when he arrived. Ashkechel Rabbi Yem Ber Yafeh daya to vikamer let mishmeri Rabbi Yochanan. He found a student saying in Rabbi Yochanan's name. Not nimer dalto gaveh chamor mishmat. You're allowed to put the saddle cloth on the back of the donkey. Amar le yiasher. Rabbi Zera said, "Well said." Ruchentigma Aryoch bevavel. That's what Aryoch and Nekrim for Shmuel said in Babel. Wait a second, that's not something only Shmuel said. Rav also said you could put the Mirdat on. He heard Rabbi Yomir Yafet conclude that statement by quoting Rabbi Yochan and saying, You can't put the feed basket on. That's why he said that's what Shmuel said. Meaning, you guys have the same Torah Shmuel here. And there. But everybody agrees that you can put the saddle blanket on. And that's where the, this whole question began. You're allowed to put it on on Shabbat. So and The question that Rav Chilbarach was asked is why is that any different than the saddle, than the saddle itself? The answer is The saddle might, might fall off on uh, might fall off on its own. Papa Mar he says a different reason. the come or not. The saddle blanket is to warm it up. You know, meaning, it's to give the animal warmth. And uh, here we go. L'chamama, eat latsara. Meaning when you put the saddle on, it actually gives it, uh, if you don't put the saddle blanket on to heat it up, then it has pain. L'tzana, latsara. But anything that's going to um, stop! It's cold. That's not pain. People have a statement that say that a dog, even in the middle of summer, is cold, and therefore, what anything we can do to warm it up, like put the saddle blanket on, that certainly is mutar because that's relieving his pain. So we, we now have to deal with this issue of how far we are willing to go to alleviate tsar balei Chaim on Shabbat, and um, how does that impact on um, on issues of putting things on the chadchila. Okay, and Rav, of course, took it further and said you could even do things that bring uh, affirmative pleasure to the animal, not just relieve pain. To me, to me, watch this challenge. Long, bright. They would tie a fox's tail to, uh, to a horse. And this was some sort of an adornment. Can't do that on Shabbat. or a strip between its eyes. Again, done for adornment. Loidsea azav This we dealt with in the first parak. Azav can't walk out with a pouch that he has. Uh, between his legs, or goats with a pouch under their udders, or a uh, cow with a muzzle on. This is the one line of whole bright that we're concerned with, especially which is: fools cannot go out with foals with young colts cannot go out with feed baskets around their mouth in Meaning issues of caring or an animal cannot go out with it or an amulet they might put on the animal because the animal was sick even if this amulet is proven to be a uh, successful one or the writer has a record of uh, healing through these amulets so we'll deal with mumcha in the sixth parak nonetheless the animal cannot wear it and this what the, this is referring to is a context in which behemoth is treated more severely than our people uh you say can go out with a wrap around a wound or sticks that hold kind of keep a a uh, a uh, break broken um uh, limb in place or a placenta still hang out of the animal and you can uh, stop up a bell that the animal has around its neck so that it can walk with it and it won't make noise now in that whole right of the part that we're right now we're concerned with is that they can't walk out the foals can't walk out with these feed baskets so the the to you, because That means it's an issue of caring. but they can walk around in the courtyard. My love, We're talking about regular mature animals who could reach down and eat the grass, but you're just making it easier for them, and therefore there's mishum tanug, which means you could put it on them because they're not going to walk around for twenty four hours like that. So you could put it on them on Shabbat. It's is and uh, the answer is no, that your your diuk is wrong. And we're talking about little animals who are too small to be able to reach the ground because of the way that their body shape, shaped uh, without having to get down on the ground. And therefore, it's uncomfortable for them to eat from the ground. Umishun Tsar, and you're alleviating the, pa- alleviating the pain. And we can prove it. Dei do de Kamea, because it's put next to the Kamea, which was used to heal. And therefore, you see that this is an issue of Tsar. Okay, now we're going to go back and investigate that long uh and several components in there. Amar An animal cannot have a kamea around it, an amulet around it, even if it's proven to be a mumcheh. Later on in the sixth parak, we talk about a person um, not being able to go out with an amulet uh, as long as it's not a mumcheh. Meaning if this amulet is proven to be a mumcheh, this is somebody who writes amulets and heals people, then he could wear it. So, um... So if it is a mumcha, it should be good. So, so our Mishnah is referring to, our Baita is referring to one that's not a mumcha. But the Baita said, even if it is a mumcha, meaning an expert. So what it means is, this is a fellow who writes amulets that work very well for people. But uh, there's no proof that this amulet will work for an animal. So Since when he's treating animals that different. The answer is in Adam A person has mazal, whatever that may mean, and therefore the amulet could help. Behima does not have such mazal and therefore it can't help. And this is in the realm of the uh, metaphysical or supernatural to understand why the Kamei interacts specifically with an Adam Mazla. So then as I pointed out in reading that though, when it said this is a stringency of Behema over Adam, what's that referring to? It's no, it's no stringency to say that a kamea which is not proven to be salvific for an animal, the animal can't wear, that's exactly the same as an adam. So the answer is, a kamea kai. The statement is not about a Kameh, the chumrah. It's talking about shoes. The people can wear shoes, animals can't wear shoes. Here's another example of things in which we treat adam... We give Adam more leniency than we do an animal. We're allowed to oil down and kind of pick out parts from a wound, uh, kind of the scabby part from a person. We don't do that for makar. We're talking about even if there's a present wound, and we're doing it to prevent pain, So The answer is we're talking about a a wound that's already healed over and it's just a pleasure to pick this stuff out so we don't do that for the animal. Again, going to the issue of the Machlok at Rabban Shmuel do we do things for the animal which will bring a Tanug or only to alleviate Tzar? So we have another one Toshma. Literally an animal that got holden with blood. What it means is it has a fever. You don't put it in cold water to cool off. But a person can do that. A person gets a fever. So we'll explain the difference. We're afraid that if we put the animal in, then it's already bordering on therapy. And then it's going to lead us down that path of grinding herbs for a uh, for salve. So Yachi Adam Nam to say the same thing about a person. Adam make mekar. When a person walks in a cold pool it looks like you're just cooling off. We don't know that it's uh, therapeutic. Yachi mehmanam nireke mekar. But animals animals also go into cold water. The answer is make mekar the But it's not something that we do. Meaning we don't walk animals to, uh, deliberately into cold area to cool them off unless it's for therapeutic reasons. And therefore it'll start with the opening of the doors to uh, creating refuah and uh, shabbat and that's the the question is, why? goes for when do we make that gezira about behemot? Fatanya, watch this. I told if an animal was standing outside of the tchum, korelav hibah, you can call the animal and it'll come, and it can come to you. And we're not goes there that you might walk outside of your tchum to bring it. So therefore we see that we don't make these kind of zerot when it comes to animals. So, What we're talking about is a case where the uh, two tchumim overlapped, meaning you could theoretically walk into an area where the animal also can walk. Right now, the animal is outside of that area, but you can call it to come in. So therefore, uh, there's no gzirah here. He says the for animals is not so obvious. That we don't make it. It's machlokit. The Shinin. If an animal eats some food that made it constipated, you can't have it run around the yard. You can't force it to run around the yard so that it can loosen up and uh, and uh, eliminate. Rav Matir. says you can which means there is no so many with animals that's the halacha okay back to the bright so the zav we dealt with in the first parak but the izim, the goats of having a pouch, on, a pouch under their teats uh, we have a brighter that says they're allowed to walk out with the pouch like that. He says, it depends. If it's tightly held on, then it's okay because it won't fall off and won't drag it. If it's loose, then it's not allowed. Rav Yosef says, in kind of astonishment, why are you ignoring the fact that there's Machloka Tanaim about the whole thing in our Mishnah? That's in our Mishnah, which means Rav Yosef would say that the, the A's cannot go out with anything tied on, and Rabbi Yudah says they could, as long as it's only there to keep it dry and not in order to keep the milk. If you buy it, Mahavara Behuda, both brightot kubir behuda, vlokasha, kan the abesh, kan the kale, that's allowed to do it for dry and not for milk. Tanrihuro Mahsebizim Beitantuchya Shayuta de Hengassin. So it's a kind of add on piece where so Behuda adds with the story. In Beitantuchya they had goats and they had goats at very large udders. So what they would do is they would tie um uh, they would tie a pouch underneath so that they would not uh, scratch their uh, udders on the ground and not sharp things on the ground okay so that 's again there's a story about a fellow who died. The uh, background of the story is the fellow was very poor his fellow his wife died sorry, and she left a nursling, a nursing child he couldn 't find enough money to get a wet nurse. A miracle happened and his, he started lactating and he was able to nurse his son. Rav Yosef said, Wow, this man must be a great miracle worker, a miracle man or meritorious person. had an amazing miracle happened. turned around and said, Look at this! how lowly this man is. She For God had to change the natural order of things in order to help him out instead of the guy just getting, getting a job and getting good money. Rabbi Yehuda said, look how difficult it is for a person to make a living. This guy had to have nature change for him uh, in order for him to be able to afford to take care of his child but uh, didn't have the money. Rabbi says, uh, every day there's all sorts of miracles but people still don't necessarily have enough money. So you see, it's more difficult. The man married a woman who was an amputee. And he didn't recognize that until she died. Rob said, Look how tsanuah she is. Her husband never knew that about her. It's a woman's direction to keep herself covered, and plus this woman would have an interest in that. This man, actually, he that he'd never looked at his wife with such uh, care and never knew about it. All right, back to the Mishnah. We left a lot of terms undefined. So the first one is the rams can go out. levuvin. What does that mean? He <coughs> says it means that they would. Uh, they could go out in pairs, meaning they can go out tied together. <laughs> How do I know that Levuvin means things that are brought together? You have brought my heart, they did, you brought me together with you. From Sharshirin. Ula mar or Shakoshri, can I give the bomb conditionally? Plauli and Zeivim. Ula had a different take. He said that the rams would be attacked by wolves, so they would tie some skin around their heart to serve as a buffer. Zeivim as Chayim Nafli, I hear what Lonafli, the wolves only attack rams and not ewes. So the answer was Shumna Maske Bereshedra, because the rams walk in front of the flock. So Zeivim Bereshedra Nafli, they attack the front. So Fedra Lonafli, they don't attack the back. And the answer is answers, they're fatter. Okay, lake and Shabbat, they aren't fat ewes. To me, since when are wolves able to distinguish between these and those? And the answer is the rams walk with their noses up; they're looking ahead. Kidavu, and therefore they attack them in that way. Rachma Yitzchak Something else, they would take some skin and tie it underneath their organ, so that they should not impregnate the ewes when they're not interested in that, when the owners are not. Because the Sefer talks about Rechelim, we go out Shchuzot, Word of Shchuzot, Shchzin al Yashalan, the Mala, means that they would they would take the tail and tie it up and tie it to the back of the animal so that the female genitalia was exposed and so that the males would mate with them so the reisha is talking about what that would stop the males from attacking as it were the females and the seifa is talking about where they make the females accessible these are different tie-ons now, my mashpia, how do I know that shkuzot alludes to uh, exposure? In the famous uh, piece in Mishlei about the uh, whoring woman uh, whose husband has gone away, she's called shidzona and She's exposed herself. To get back to our Mishnah with these odd terms, what are kavulot? They tie the tail underneath to keep them sort of like a chastity belt. My Who I don't know. The kavul is a reference to not making perot, not reproducing. Shlomo gave Chiram a bunch of cities in the north. Chiram wasn't happy with them, and he called them Eretz Kavul. There were people who were very rich there. Why didn't Hiram like these cities? The answer is, He wasn't happy they had rich people there? They're rich and they're spoiled, therefore they don't do work, so it's a place of lazy people. He said it has more to do with the... uh, with the, um, the uh, e- ecosystem there. It was a place of lots of sand. My Why was it called Kavul? It was Stark of karad Kavla that the legs would go up all the way into the kevel, which is like up to the knee um, um, or up to the ankle, and uh, that's what was called Eretz Kavul, like ankle land. They would call it an- the ankle country that doesn't make any Pairot. All right, we said kavunot in the Mishnah. It's another thing. My kavunot, the one thing, another thing they would do for use. They would cover up the wool to keep it uh, clean, so that we would have be used for very, very fine wool, expensive wool. Uh, the, nuns, eight, the Mishnah at the beginning of Nagaim talks about the different colors of white, the shades of white. And one of them is eight, which is Ketzemer Lavan, like white wool. My Lavan is an all-wool white. So he explained what it means is like this virgin wool that's never been exposed and it's covered up to be used for fancy clothes. Okay, why is Yemen so slow? with that we understood what it meant as far as tying the teeth. Said Maravah Halakha Kabihudah. I said Halakha Kabihudah which is lenient and allows it for Leah Bish, while Halakha Kabiosi which is stringent and does not allow it um uh accept in either case. Ushmu Lamar um na uh, now, some people learn this as an independent statement, not as a comment on the Mishnah. Rav Amar, the same statements. But some people have this statement of Shmuel as being a comment on something else. So we have a bright, which Rabi Matera says, that indeed Halacha is like Rabi Yudava. But how are we going to tell what the purpose is? And therefore, the they're both asur. So that's what Shmuel said; both are asur, which is different because, according to this version, Shmuel really ruled like Rabbi Yehuda, but he took into account Rabbi Yehuda's and revision and concern, and therefore said we have to asur both. But in Erishas they ruled like Tanakama, which allowed all of these things. Okay, we'll pause at this point, pick it up with the next Mishnah here on Dal Dalit at the top. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.